Well, welcome to the latest ASA podcast with me, Dr. Chris Keel. So this week we have several questions from the membership. Yay! And they're sort of similar. Uh, so <clears throat> I'm going to get into that. Timing for this is pretty good. So one of the questions was, what are the chances of a recession in the next 12 months? Then there was another one that said, what signs to look for that a recession may occur? And then sort of related, when will the stock market recover? Kind of coincides with recession, but not always. So the question of the day is recession. <clears throat> As most of you are aware, we finally got first quarter GDP numbers, and they were not horrible, but they were certainly less than we thought they would be uh, even two or three weeks ago. I've talked about this before, but one of the ways that we can track what's going on with GDP from week to week, and and that's tricky. Remember that this is trying to chronicle and add up everything the United States produces, both in terms of goods and services, and it's very complicated. It takes a long time to collect the data, and we end up revising it many, many times. There will be two official revisions of these GDP numbers in the next two or three months. So we're not even going to have absolutely final numbers <clears throat> probably until June um, before we do the last of these. And even after we get those last final revisions, final is a relative term because we still keep manipulating them even years down the road trying to figure out exactly what we did. So with that as a proviso, Every, almost every day, the Atlanta GDP puts out, or the Atlanta Fed puts out a thing called GDP Now. And this is kind of a running chronicle of what we think is happening as far as, as production is concerned. In the last two or three months, it has varied quite a bit. We have seen numbers as high as 3.2. We've seen them as low as 1. <clears throat> and we ended up about a week ago predicting that it would be 1.5, 1.7, something in that range. What we actually saw yesterday was 1.1. So we grew. We didn't grow very much. And one of the questions is, does this reflect what we can expect to see in second and third quarter? Most of the rest of the world has been experiencing much the same thing. Um, Europe, for example, grew <laughs> by 0.1%, which is pretty ridiculously low. But everyone has basically seen the slowdown. We're seeing slowdown in the industrial production, something we've been talking about for months because we're sitting on top of way too much inventory. 65% of companies still reporting that they have overstocks. That slows down the whole reorder cycle. As long as companies are sitting on that much inventory, they don't have the impetus to go out and buy anything new. And that's been something affecting the manufacturing sector. It certainly affected ASA members because a lot of the companies that are overstocked are the ones that buy from ASA members. And given the fact that we've seen declines in some of those key sectors for ASA members, like construction and housing, the expectation is that that inventory overhang is going to be there for a while. So getting to the actual question, <clears throat> what are the chances of a recession in the next 12 months? Pretty high, 
The question is not whether we're going to have one. I think it's pretty clear that we will see a recession. The question is how long and how deep is it going to be something reminiscent of what we saw in 2008? No. I think that was a classic bank-led crisis that just dragged on for years. I mean, if you go back and look at the numbers, it was three or four years before we got back to even close to what we were prior to that recession. It is certainly not going to be a recession like we saw in 2020. That was somewhat manufactured. It was short and sharp. We came back with a vengeance in 2021. We're now, I think, facing a kind of semantic battle. Is it going to be a short, sharp recession? Is it going to be a downturn? You know the old joke, which is that it's a downturn if your neighbor loses their job. It's a recession if you lose your job. It's a depression if the economist loses their job. So the good news is, for me anyway, no depression. On the other hand, the recession could be something that lasts a couple of quarters. It could be something that we see begin in second quarter. I mean, we're only growing at 0.1 now. So if we fell even a little bit, we would be into negative territory. We could conceivably see that carry into third quarter. Most of the data suggests that even by third quarter, we see start to see some recovery, and certainly by fourth. So my position is that, yes, we are going to see a downturn, mild recession by second quarter. It is going to be sector-driven, just like it almost always is. There will be certain sectors that will continue to grow at a pretty rapid pace. Automotive will be in that category. Aerospace will be in that category. But we're going to see declines in things like machinery. We're going to see declines in the housing and construction sector. But that ends to a degree towards the end of the year because remember something we've talked about many times before, all of that infrastructure money and the money that's being pointed towards alternative energy and climate change and all that stuff, that starts to hit end of summer, beginning of fall. And that's an enormous windfall. We haven't seen that level of government industrial support really in in decades. I mean, this goes back probably to building the interstate highway system. I mean, it's it's really vast. It's not going to affect every part of the sector, however. It is going to be something that's going to be highly targeted to, A, traditional infrastructure, but also things around energy and and all the sorts of, of sectors that get caught up with the whole climate change conversation. So, I guess the news is a little good, a little bad. Um, We're certainly going to see a slower economy, recessionary in a lot of sectors, but it shouldn't last very long, and you should see some reversal. Remember again that the Fed can play a role later this summer, early fall, by starting to lower rates again. So there you have it, a typically economic assessment where I don't actually answer the question in a straightforward way. (laughs) That's the way we work, you know. Make sure we have all of our bases covered. Thanks, and I'll talk to you next week.